the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. This is A Different Perspective with Kevin Randall. A retired U.S. Lieutenant Colonel, Kevin Randall has been studying UFOs for nearly 50 years. Kevin has investigated some of the most famous UFO cases in the world and has been consulted for dozens of documentaries about UFOs. Considered one of the leading experts into the Roswell UFO crash of 1947, Kevin has written more than 25 books about UFOs, including the recently published Roswell in the 21st century. Now, here is the host of A Different Perspective, Kevin Randall. And good evening. As I promised 167 hours ago, we are back. This is A Different Perspective, and I am Kevin Randall. Before I introduce my guest, Derek Bartholomus, and our topic for tonight, I wanted to make just a quick announcement. We're winding the program down here. We'll be on a few more weeks, and I think we'll... uh, just kind of fade into the ether at that point. Uh, the blog will still be up at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. And you may hear us uh, pop up again now and then on the Exxon Broadcast Network, uh, talking with other, some of the other fine hosts or maybe talking with Rob McConnell himself. As I say, I'm going to be joined by Derek Martholomus tonight. Uh, he is a creator of the Billy Meyer UFO Case website, which is what got our interest, uh, or my interest, I should say. Uh, He's been investigating Billy Meyer since 2003, and he was part of the Independent Investigators Group, the IIG. Uh, Michael Horn, who will be coming on in a couple of weeks, uh, has been challenging the IIG to prove Meyer's UFO photos were a hoax. So we'll talk about some of that. Uh, Derek works professionally in the entertainment industry as a post-production producer on various television shows, which uh, makes him my hero, I guess. He is also the creator of the anti-vaccine, anti-vaccine body count, formerly known as the Jenny McCarthy body count website. Uh, Derek has uh, not had uh, time to update either of the websites since uh, fostering and then adopting children starting in 2015. Derek Martholomus, thank you and welcome to A Different Perspective. Thank you so much. I'm very happy to uh, to be here, and I uh, and a little sad to find out that this is uh, the show's coming uh, to a close in a little bit. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of my choice here, and um, I, you know, Rob and I have talked about this a couple of times, and I think it's time for me to move on to some other things. Uh, Rob's been very gracious about that, and I appreciate your comment as well. Uh, I'm very, very happy to be here, and and I am sorry that you got uh, sucked into the Michael Horn rabbit hole. 
yes, I, and, and, and I'll explain how that happened. I was minding my own business, and we were talking about MUFON and their symposium that dealt with the alternate or the secret space program where guys were claiming they were flying off to Mars to battle aliens and some kind of interstellar war and that kind of nonsense. And I had suggested, or I'd talked to John Herzon, who was the, pro, uh, the uh, executive director of MUFON about that, and uh, asked him about why they would bring these kind of people on. And he uh, said, well, it's, you know, we want to present all aspects of the phenomenon, let the, the membership make up their own minds. And I said casually, well, then how come you don't invite Michael Horn to talk about Billy Meyer? And, and I got a nice call from Michael Horn about that. I put some stuff up on my blog. And uh, in the course of that, I said, well, I, you know, I just don't believe the Billy Meyer stuff. And this just created the firestorm. <laughs> uh, he just was outraged that I would suggest I didn't believe Billy Meyer. I thought, well, here's an opinion. And so in doing the research, I came across your name. And in the um, about uh, two minutes I have left here, how did you get dragged into this? Well, I was a uh, part of the Independent Investigations Group, which uh, is affiliated with the Center for Inquiry. And... I was just one of the, I've been, I had been a member of that for a couple of years and all of a sudden we got noticed a notification that an employee, a part-time employee of the, of the center had had a meeting with Michael Horn and said that the case was a easily uh, reproducible hoax, which, you know, causes all sorts of problems um, because Technically, the only person who can declare something is a host is the person who perpetrated it. All that anyone else can do is provide evidence for the hoax hypothesis, so to speak. And realizing kind of the, the mess, you know, it literally was a mess that this one person had created. It's like, okay, let me take this on and let me see what's going on and what the claims are. Because I was not familiar with Billy Meyer. After looking into the case, I realized, oh, that poster in Fox Mulder's room at the X-Files, that's a Billy Meyer photo. That let was about break, the extent let me, let me of my stuff. <laughs> let me break in here because I've got to take a break here. We will be back with Derek Bartholomew in just a moment. We'll be talking about Billy Meyer and there'll be more information and is more information at my blog at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. We will be back right after this, so stick around. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. 
Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. As you can tell, I was not fun in you. I am back with Derek Bartholomus. We are talking about Billy Meyer. We were talking how he got sucked into this. Uh, his website about Billy Meyer, and there's a lot of good information there. I found it most valuable as I was doing some of my research into this, is uh, BillyMeyerUFOCase.com. So you might want to take a look at that. And I'll have a link up to it on my blog when we uh, get these things posted here. So you were talking about being sucked into the Billy Meyer case looking at um, – the photograph that Fox Mulder had in his office there, uh, I want to believe, and it's a Billy Meyer beam ship photo. Um, and so you kind of went from that direction to doing research into what this was really all about? Yeah, we had, there, there was uh, email correspondence that Michael Horn had had with the um, uh, employee of the Center for Inquiry. And so I started looking at those. I then, I introduced myself to Michael Horn and saying, hey, I'll be the, the point person on this. And um, then it really just kind of spiraled from there. There would be these claims about these photos and movies and prophecies and all sorts of stuff in the, in the audio. And the more I would look into it, the more I would realize, oh, there is a perfectly ex you know, reasonable explanation for these certain uh, types of evidence that are put forward. Other things that are put forward, like, well, you've said something, but you haven't actually provided anything that's verifiable or not verifiable, so I can't really do anything with that. And then, as uh, you have um, come to, to realize, there's a lot of uh, moving of the goalposts and argument argumenting uh, yeah arguing sorry my uh my, my brain slipped for a moment and uh a, a lot of just you know smoke and mirrors trying to say one thing you start to address that and then he starts talking about something else he's like but wait i need to talk about this and uh it it, it does become uh kind of getting sucked into a, into a black hole at times so I, I, again i i know completely how I when I read your blog and I read and your your the, the exasperated tone that you had by just having one mildly critical co uh, comment, that is pretty much you know standard operating procedure for Mr. Horn. Well, it wasn't. It, it was sort of unnerving because I had merely said I don't believe Billy Meyer because I wanted people to understand that I wasn't accepting everything there, but it was a matter of belief. It would be similar to saying and, and the best example i could think of is there are 
a lot of guys claiming to be Vietnam veterans claim they were in Vietnam. And over the years, I've come not to believe these people because there's so many of them lying about it. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Right. And so so if I say, if you say to me, I'm a Vietnam veteran, I say, well, I don't believe you. And then you present me with your DD Form 214 and other documentation proving you served in Vietnam. I'm changing my mind. You know, I just haven't seen the evidence to suggest that Billy Meyer was, was telling the truth. And I had not looked deeply into the case. I had looked into it somewhat. But Billy Meyer was what we would call a contactee. He's in communication with these people from the Pleiades. And that makes him a contactee. And uh, we have found that the contactees just aren't reliable sources of inf information. And that was kind of where I was coming from. Just uh, what I thought of as an innocuous comment. And, and he went ballistic on me. Oh, and it was so an innocuous comment. Don't, don't think that it wasn't. It absolutely was an innocuous comment. Yes, yes, precisely. And so I'm, I'm looking at all of that stuff. And, and uh, I was looking at pro Billy Meyer blogs and anti Billy Meyer blogs and all of that stuff. And I came across your, your stuff that I thought was very interesting. Uh, and, and you've talked about some of the stuff you looked at that suggested that it may not be true or moving the, the goalposts. What's a good example of one of those, I guess, exchanges of information between you and Michael Horn? Well, one, it, uh, dealing with the, um, the prophecies, there's uh, a particular one um, about the the Bougay, uh power plant, and that's, after that's the power plant in France, right? Power, so power so plant so, in the, so so the the prophecy is that, and again, there's this weird distinction that Horn puts between prophecy and prediction, um, where a prediction is something that is absolutely going to happen, a prophecy is something that may happen, and you sh it's kind of a warning. So it already provides a bit of a wiggle room for when it doesn't come true. And the, the prophecy basically says, like, the danger of accidents and nuclear reactors will increase throughout the world. Regarding this subject, France in particular must be extraordinarily careful in every way. For one prophecy warns of a strong probability for an accident near Lyon which can be prevented as long as the responsible individuals undertake the right steps. A prophecy can be changed. Now, already, there's not any real detail in there other than Lyon, France, and nuclear power plants. There's not saying something is going to happen at such and such a time, and something is going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Here's how it's going to happen. Here's when it's going to happen. But in 2000. Three in August of two thousand three. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The, in August two thousand three, there was an event at uh, the Bouguet power station, which is located near Lyon, France. Um, and in two thousand five, Michael Horn wrote, "Meyer specifically warned of the possibility of an accident, one that he said could be avoided. However, at the nuclear power plant near Lyon, France." 
The emergency scenario and the timely shutdown of that exact plant occurred on August 12th, 2003. So then it's like, oh, maybe this is real. Maybe something actually happened. But so what 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 what, what Horn was suggesting is Meyer had prophesied some kind of event at a power plant near uh, Lyon, France, and, and something happened near a power plant at Lyon, France, and and Horn said, "Here we go. Here's evidence that yeah. he he prophesies this. It has come true. It proves that he's doing a good job here with his with his prophecies." And what happened? Only- yeah, here's the there's, there's just a little problem with Michael Hor's interpretation. Um, there wasn't an accident at the power plant, and the plant was never shut down. Uh, what happened is that in August of 2003, Europe was suffering from one of the worst heat waves in recorded history. And uh, but somewhere between 35,000 and 50,000 people died due to heat exposure throughout Europe. 15,000 people died in France. So what happens is, is that France gets most of its power from nuclear power stations, which are located near uh, rivers because they have the, the cool river water come in, cooling the plant, it then goes into a reservoir for it to you know cool down after it's done its cooling inside the inside the plant and then it's released back into the river but what happened is that since it was so warm the river water was warmer to start with and so it did it wasn't able to cool as much so the the french uh environmental regulations state that the maximum temperature that the water could be released back into the river is 24 degrees centigrade what happened is that they requested uh, through the French government to allow the, the power plants, six power plants, to discharge the water at 25 degrees centigrade, one degree more than regulations required. And they said, okay, and that's it. That's all that happened. Um, so th- there was no shutdown? There was no shutdown. There was no accident. All that happened is that they, the, the power companies requested of the government to release the water that came out of the power plants, the cooling water, to be released back into the river one degree warmer than normal. So well, the, question, the question that springs to my mind is um, you communicated this information to Michael Horn? Oh, yeah. And I appeared, he made um, a video several years ago, and I, I agreed to participate so long as I had, you know, some sort of editorial control over how I was being presented. And after that, in this video, after my, after my recording in his movie that he made in 2008, um, he then changed the claim and said, oh, it wasn't the 2003 incident that was the subject of the prophecy it was actually a 2001 event um now first off saying that two separate events are the result of the same prophecy is kind of nonsense but the 2001 event wasn't an accident either so at the bougay 
a nuclear power station, there are five reactors. In 1996, they made the decision to decommission uh, reactor one. In 2001, they started to shut down and dismantle the reactor. That's it. It was a scheduled shutdown of the reactor that was announced in 1996. There was no accident. There was no fear of accident. But he makes it seem like, oh, this thing is going to explode and there's going to be a, a Chernobyl-like incident. And it just doesn't happen. And so that's one of the things of where he moved the goalpost. He said, oh, it's absolutely this is an incident. I then show that it wasn't. He then finds something else related to the Bugay power station and says, oh, that's it. And then it's like, no, that's just the, shut, the, the standard shutdown of a reactor that was announced nearly, you know, five years earlier. So we're looking at uh, a prophecy talking about a reactor near Lyon, France, that something might happen at, and something did. <laughs> they, they shut down a reactor, or they, they had to change the parameters they're operating under, so there is, I guess, an element of accuracy there that you could point at. I wouldn't, but... Uh, but, but again, the prophecy says the danger of accidents at nuclear reactors will increase. And you have, and there's a strong chance of an accident near Lyon, but there were no accidents. And I would imagine that you look at, I guess, the danger of nuclear power plants. You could say that there are going to be accidents there, and there have been accidents at power plants. And as I don't know if they're building more around the world or not. I know in the United States we kind of have a prohibition on it, but um, I mean, would. Imagine if you bring more online that you have an element that would raise the number of accidents and that would make the prophecy sort of true, like saying, well, there's going to be an earthquake in Europe at some point. That's not really good. I'm going to have to break here to take another or take another break, I suppose I should say. I got caught up in my own syntax. What can I tell you? <laughs> uh, as I say, take a look at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. We've discussed some of this on the blog, uh, Billy Meyer and some of the um, – Information from Michael Horn and that sort of thing. Take a look at uh, BillyMeyerUFOCase.com and you can see in depth some of the research that has gone into looking at his prophecies and what he has to say. And as always, if um, you're enjoying this program, take a look at the X-Zone Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, and there's a lot of fine programs that deal with uh, the paranormal and UFOs and things that uh, should interest everybody going on there, and that'll be helpful as well. We will be back right after this. I'm chatting with Derek Bartholomus about the Billy Meyer case. Uh, stick around. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net.
I am back with Derek Bartholomus. We have been sucked into the Billy Meyer conversation, and we will continue in that vein. Once again, if you want more information, take a look at BillyMeyerUFOCase.com, and there's a bunch of buttons there and uh, links that you can uh, access to gather more information. We were talking about one of the prophecies. Um, did you take a look at any of the photographs? Have you done any research into the photographs that uh, Meyer has taken? Oh yes, oh yes. There, there are some wonderful um, uh, photos uh, that he that have been taken, and there's been. Um, I tend to use the word deconstruction a lot on my website, where I just break break the uh, the claim apart and look at all of the, um, the, well, the let me, let pieces. Me, well, let me ask you a question here because I see that you know you're in the industry as a post production producer. So I would assume that that kind of expertise helps you to take a look at these photographs and determine to deconstruct them. Yes, yes, to some degree. I'm, I'm much more knowledgeable in uh, film and videotape um, than photographs. But most of the work that I've done in the case just requires looking things up and ask, reaching out to people and asking questions. Because a lot of times, Meyer will say, so-and-so said this. You reach out and ask that person, did you say this? And they'll go, no, no, I, I've never said that. I've never said anything like that. So there's a lot of, you know, outright, you know, manipulating of quotes and sometimes outright lying uh, that happens. Um, one of my favorite, regarding the photos, one of my favorites is... Um, the picture of Ascat and Nira, who are, you know, Billy Meyer is part of this um, belief towards the the Nordic type of alien, the the blonde hair, tall, human looking alien. We I think we should should explain here that the Pleiadians these these are the people that supposedly come from the Pleiades, which is a uh, I don't remember if it's an open star cluster or a a closed star cluster, what? But it's a star cluster. You can see it in the sky. It's the seven sisters, seven bright stars, right, right close to one another. He's claiming that he is in communication with these people from that area of our galaxy, I guess. And yeah. when, you, when you talk about these two women, you're talking about two Palladians who come down to visit with him. Exactly. And just one quick little note: um, it is now known. Uh, that the Pleiades star cluster uh, is doesn't have any, you know, it appears to not have any planets. It's too hot. There's too many, too many stars. It's 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 an active star forming uh, area, and the idea that there's life that could be there has been um, refuted by scientific evidence for for several years. Well, and then then he changed his claim saying oh they're kind of extra dimensional they're kind of near there but and then they he also said it, then that's when they changed the name they're not the Pleiadians they're the Plejaran I, I just I just call them Pleiadian, Pleiadians because that's oh, yeah. simpler for me I, but what I was going to say is that we have to assume that they are comfortable in our atmosphere and our conditions because they come down to earth and they apparently do not require any kind of special spacesuits or oxygen equipment or air equipment or anything like that they live in our environment very well so if you're talking about an environment where the 
planets supposedly won't form or are extremely, extremely hot, we're talking about something that kind of eliminates them, which they now are embracing, I suppose. Right. And so Ascot and Nira was uh, this one photo of Ascot was originally um, published in the book UFO Contact from the Pleiades, Volume 2 in 1983 written then, by or, or written by um 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 and his name oh, escapes me uh yeah, there's a, there are three of them uh wendell wendell uh, stevens oh, wendell stevens yeah. thank you yeah thank you and um so then it the same the photo was published again in the 1991 book and yet they fly and then a picture of ascat and now nira was um, also posted in that same and yet they fly. So, well, let me let me clarify one thing here. So you've got these photographs published in books, um, uh, and and they're saying these are the my the actual contacts. photographs. They're, they're, yeah, these, these are, are the actual contacts. photographs. These are my photographs. I took these pictures. Here's what they look like. Right. That was the claims in these books. Right. Okay. So the person that's identified as Asket, who is a blonde-haired uh, woman, uh, she's a singer and dancer, Michelle Delafave, and she was a longtime member of the group of backup dancers and singers on the Dean Martin Variety Show, and she was on on it, the show from 1969 to 1973, and I had heard people. Talk about on various websites saying that they thought that this was someone from the Dean Martin show. Well, I reached out to Michelle. I found her. Um, I'm trying to remember. I think it was through Facebook or or through their website. Um, and she, uh, I sent her the photo, and she was uh, very surprised uh, about this. And she wrote back to me saying, quote, I know that the picture of myself and Susie, Susie is the person identified, that, uh, Susan um, Lund, who is Nira in the, in the photos when you see the two of them. Uh, I know the picture of myself and Susie is from the Dean Martin. The Dean Martin show? Amazes me that he chose that picture. I guess it was when they did the reruns in Europe. I do not want anyone thinking I am causing any problems. I am simply stating the truth involved with these pictures. I just know a picture of myself when I see one, as anyone else would. I know it is from a segment when the gold diggers would sit around Dean Martin and sing beautiful ballads called Welcome to My World. And then she sent me a picture of her... And Susan, which appears to be uh, from the same episode that the photograph of Ascat and Nira is is from. So, what ended up happening is at some point in 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 two thousand one, they started having in their in the English publication of And Yet They Fly, they showed these photos, but now had different explanations because they were saying, oh, these photos that I've been publishing for years of Ascot Nira, 
Well, it turns out they were swapped with uh, these two American lookalikes, and it's a hoax uh, done by the men in black. Now, okay. 2001 is a really interesting year as to why there would be a change in explanation. And that's because in 2001 was when the Dean Martin Variety Show started to be released on DVD. And people were now recognizing her. And then... Um, I also, Lee Elders was another person who was involved in the writing of that book. And I asked him uh, about it and, and wrote back, Billy supplied the material that was analyzed. I have letters from him stating that he was thrilled with the presentation. We gave him a couple hundred books at his request. I still have the letters saying he and the Pleiadians were happy the book had been done. In fact, the publication was mentioned in the original contact notes. So, so for we eight yeah, so, so for eight. what we have here is basically um, Meyer saying, these are the pictures I've taken of these two women from outer space. You might call them illegal aliens if you wanted to. Uh, <laughs> and, and taking credit for the pictures up through the release on the DVD of the Dean Martin program, and suddenly everybody knows who the, we're, the, the women are who are in the photographs. And now suddenly the explanation is, uh, those aren't the real photographs, they were swapped. How come Billy and his pals didn't notice that? Yeah, for 18 years, from 1983 to 2001. It's, uh, it, it boggles the mind at times. And then another one of my favorites is he, in one of his videos or books. I can't remember exactly where the source of this is, but there's a picture of a flying dinosaur, you know, a, a pterosaur, um, flying in the air and trying to catch some prey. And it's one of the times when he said that the Pleiadians took him back in time to the time of the dinosaurs. And he took a bunch of photos. And what's interesting is it is a photograph of a book from a book about dinosaurs. It's a um, illustration from a book called uh, Life Before Man. It was published in 1972. Uh, it was originally published in Prague and then published throughout the world. And it it is... Uh, Amazing. It's like it literally took a picture of page 137 and said it was a dinosaur from when he f went back in time. Well, I mean, shouldn't it have been clear from the pictures, if you're looking and get the pictures, the prints of the pictures, that it was taken from a book or the same thing? I mean, how could they disguise um it's, it's a low-quality picture. It's a low-quality, it's very, uh -huh. it's kind of blurry, it's, you know, it's out of focus, the color's not good. So they kind of try to hide things that way. It's the same thing with the movies, um, where they will say, oh, look, you see this ship going behind this hill, therefore, that means it's a big ship far away. Well, you don't actually see the ship go behind the hill, because the movies 
are of such low quality, the way that they were recorded, that you see the dark edge of the ship go against the dark edge of the hill, but you can't see which one is in front or behind the other. And, you know, the, being involved in, in filmmaking and, and television production, the movies are one of the things that really drive me nuts because they were never uh, recorded to videotape properly. What happened was he set up a screen in a room in his house. He projected the eight millimeter films onto the screen and a Japanese television company videotaped the screen. So there's camera movement caused by uh, the, the, the camera crew that's out of focus. It's not, it's not what is called telecine, where you... Well, let, let me interrupt here because I'm going to have, I'm, I'm gonna have to take a break. But it sounds okay. to me, and we'll explore, explore this briefly when we get back, um, it sounds to me like the photographs are all very low quality and nobody's ever seen the negatives which would be, I think, telltale signs of what's going on if you saw the actual negatives. That's what it sounds like to me. As I say, take a look at BillyMeyerUFOCase.com where you can see some of the photographs and you can see some of the stuff is done. Take a look at my blog, www.KevinRandall.blogspot.com, and you'll see some of the same stuff there as well. So we can kind of look at all of that. We will be back right after this with Derek Bartholomew, so stick around. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Believe it or not, we are back with Derek Bartholomus, and I don't know why we always have to say we are back, but everybody always does it, so I just fall into that trap. The website is BillyMeyerUFOCase.com, and when we went away, we were talking about the photographs, and I mentioned something 
that struck me because I've seen some of these photographs and I know they're now claiming 234 of them or something like that are faked and they were faked by the men in black to make Billy Meyer look bad. That sort of thing. It may be a higher number. I don't I don't know exactly what the number is. Um, when we went away, you were kind of talking about problems with the video footage and how it came about. And I wondered, has anybody seen the originals? Has anybody seen the negatives for these things, which I think would be the, the giveaway? They absolutely would be uh, the giveaway. They would be the best things to test. And no, they do not exist. They say that they've been stolen or lost or destroyed. And I've had an open challenge to Michael Horn for, you know, many, many years, almost since the beginning. Since I work in television and film production for a living, I have access to companies where I can transfer the 8mm films properly. I can have them cleaned. I can have them recorded. My original challenge is just to have them transferred at high definition. We could now transfer them at 4K, ultra high definition resolution, because since they were never, every every time anyone's ever seen the, the videos of the, the, the beam ships, they are of this Japanese company videotaping a projection on a screen. So they're useless for examination purposes. Well, I know. And I would of... love to, to, to do it. And I've offered, I will pay out of my own pocket to have these things professionally transferred so that we can actually see. We might, if it, if it is large and it goes behind a hill, we'll be able to see that. If it's not large and there's a wire running from it, we'll be able to see that. And I just would love to actually have those things. And I wouldn't personally ever hold on to them. I would make arrangements. Michael Horn could deliver them to the, the lab. And then Michael Horn can be there during the transfer of them. And then he could leave with a copy. And then I would have a copy. So we would have a proper, you know, full resolution, you know, digital file of what these films look like. One of the I things that I, that I was going to say, one of the things that I've noticed in some of the still photo, photographs is they've put up on, I think, Michael, Michael Horn's website. Uh, and I'll give you the website address when he's on the program. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, there was a letter from a, a, a photo analyst who said that uh, he found no evidence of hoax in the photographs. But he... But he also says, and I don't understand why they put this paragraph up on the on the website. He also says what he's looking at is a second generation print. He's not looking at the negative. He's looking at a a, a print of a print, and right. so he found no evidence of a hoax on the print. And I'm thinking, yeah. So uh, if you looked at the negative, that would be something important. If we, yeah, here's the negative. Do you see any evidence of a hoax on the negative? And I would suspect that if you're not allowing people to examine the negatives, that there may be something on there you don't want them to see. Yeah. And also if you had the, the camera negative rolls or, or strips, um, you could see photographs in sequence. And my guess is that they don't ever want those things to come out because I bet the photograph before or the photograph after of the one that's been published might reveal something as to how the object is placed in, in the frame. 
Well, I know as a photographer, when I was taking pictures uh, for magazines and things like that, and I, I say that not as a magazine photographer, but as a writer trying to illustrate my stories, you always kind of take two or three photographs of the same thing so that one will be of sufficient quality to be printed. So you exactly. So things may be revealed on the other end of that that uh, would be of interest. But I, I found um, Wendell Stevens and others showing some of the photographs, and the one, one of them that you talked about was the dinosaur, uh, saying, yeah, Billy, Billy Meyer took this. Billy Meyer took these photographs. Do you have any idea how many they now claim the men in black have stolen? I don't know. The number always changes. Every time... Uh, something is shown that calls into question the 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 truth of the original photograph or movie or prophecy, then it immediately is switched to something else caused that. You know, something was changed and you know by the malicious uh, men in black sort to of. Thing. To discredit and defame Billy Meyer, we want to discredit right. him because the information being provided by. Well, they're not the Pleiades anymore. Um, uh, you know, they're, 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 there's something wrong with that stuff, so we have to blame someone else for it. I, I am astonished that anybody would accept this as anything authentic. I know it. It 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 really does boggle the mind, and um, it, it it it. There's so many things that are just out and out weird. I mean, in his in that his own movie and his own talks about himself, Meyer talks about being sent to youth prison twice. He talks about um, uh, deserting from the French Foreign Legion. He talks about being institutionalized in Switzerland, and it's just like if this is what you're the if this is the good information that you're trying to put out and the stuff that you're proud of doesn't seem like you're really the best quality of person that, you know, should be, you know, talking about, you know, living life better and so on. <laughs> if you've let been me, let me ask for assault. You know, let me ask you this in the, in the just a couple minutes I have left. There's a claim out there that I've read a couple, a couple of dozen times that there's 125 witnesses to Billy Myers activities. Um, have you come across that claim and what do you make of it? Yes, I have seen that claim many times. Um, I'm not entirely sure what to make of it because those people don't have verifiable information on their own. Eyewitness testimony is useless in a criminal case. It's, you know, you want forensic evidence because that's something that you can, you know, you can test, you can examine. People's memories and their and the way that they observe things are incredibly faulty and they may think they saw something or they may be saying it because that they saw something because they don't want to get billy into trouble no one you know i don't really know what the 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 reason for that is but no one has been able to provide any verifiable evidence for any of the claims and then that's kind of kind of the point that supposedly there's all kinds of evidence available, the photographs, the metal um, and, and that sort of thing that if they were reliably examined, we would have 
some legitimate answers, but somehow we are always removed from the original photographs or the original analyses or the original documents. Right. So I guess the, 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 the question is you don't accept the Billy Meyer as being a prophet or a contactee or an emissary from the Pleiades. Well, I honestly don't know, but there's no evidence that he is those things. There's and nothing. Would, there's nothing that's that that's verifiable. Well, I think that's the whole point. I mean, I can say anything, and if I can't prove it, then it's really useless. I mean, if I tell you I'm a Vietnam veteran, and I have documentation, then it's acceptable. If I tell you I'm a Vietnam veteran and I don't have the documentation, then the conclusion has to be, well, there's something amiss here. Exactly. Um, one quick thing, I just want to give a shout out to one other um, person. Like I said, I haven't been able to do much with the, the website in years, uh, but there is someone uh, by the name of Mahesh Karamudi uh, who runs uh, BillyMeyerUFOResearch.com. And he has looked into many more um, claims in the past few years than, than I have been able to do. And I think it, in addition to my website and, and your website, I think uh, Billy Meyer UFO Research uh, is a good place to have other people check out if they want to learn more of the examination of the various claims of Billy Meyer. I think that's a good point to quit. I've um, We've kind of examined this. As I say, Michael Horn will be on in a couple of weeks and we can chat with him and see what his take on all of this is. I suspect it's not going to be quite as pleasant as this. Uh, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> your, your web your website is billymeyerufocase.com, and it'll be there's links to other websites and things like that for you to take a look at. Uh, Derek, thank you for taking time out with us tonight. I know it was kind of an inconvenience for you, and I certainly appreciate you coming on the program. Oh, thank you so much. I'm glad that we were able to uh, to work it out. I am too. Um, we will be talking to Michael Horn in a couple of weeks. We will be talking to uh, Eddie Bullard, talking about UFO abductions and that sort of thing, a member of the Center for UFO Studies, a wonderful researcher. And at the end of the month, we're going to be talking to Adam Dew and get his take on the Roswell slides. Uh, there'll be more information about all of this at my blog, www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com. And the other thing is, um, if you want a dispassionate look, at the Roswell case where it stands today. Uh, take a look at Roswell in the 21st century. I know some people think it's just a debunker's book, but what I attempted to do was look at the case through, um, I guess, more scientific eyes, looking at the evidence, what we could really prove, what we thought we knew, and what we kind of guessed at, and sort of distill all of that into uh, one place where you can get some good information about that. I will have things up at www.kevinrandall.blogspot.com about tonight's program and things coming up in the future. And also uh, take a look at uh, Encounter in the Desert, which is my book on the Socorro uh, information, the Socorro landing. And we've uh, talked to some of the people involved in that in the past. Uh, thanks for listening. We will be back uh, in 167 hours with another episode of A Different Perspective. <laughs>